In my drum room. Oh, nice. Yeah, sorry for the delay. Sorry for the delay. It was a complete mess uh, about half an hour ago. And I suddenly went, shit. (laughs) We all have days like that, brother. We all have days. I have have decades. Decades like that, mate. Decades. (laughs) I'm with you there. Can you see me all right? Yes. I apologize for that. But. Oh, I knew you'd say that. (laughs) Boom, boom. Yeah, how's you, apart from the, the you know running around, how's how's everything going, Jason? Good to see you, mate. I, I mean, I can't complain. Um, I'm still playing drums and enjoying it, um, and I still get to travel all over the place. I just got back. I did a couple of shows in my other band, which is with Sammy Hager and Michael Anthony, Big John's Will the Circle. Yeah, we just had two shows in California, which was quick. Um, just flew in, did two shows, and came back. But we hadn't played with each other since last September. So, but it was amazing. We didn't, we didn't realize that until about, um, that well, after the first show and we suddenly went, we haven't played for since last September, but you wouldn't tell, you know, you couldn't have really, you know, you know, we were still there. I think we just lacked a little bit as it got about an hour and 45 minutes in, we suddenly, you know, we realized we were like, Oh, well, to save a little bit of energy for the end, you know. <laughs> you still had three songs to go, and you're going, oh yeah, better, yeah. Oh, I love Very those. Boys. I love those boys, a, and I love yeah, that band. That's a sick band too. Thank you, They're amazing, yeah. But uh, mate, love to see that down here. But in the meantime, though, you're yes. uh, going to be uh, heading down to Australia to bring us the uh, Jason Bonham Led Zeppelin evening again. Yes. Coming back, Thank which you. is exciting. Uh, mate, I know so many cats that are damn keen on this thing, including myself, and uh, it's it's going to be incredible, man. What are you looking forward to the most about the shows and coming back down to Australia, the, um, of the world, as we say? Well, for me, this is obviously, you know, you guys are very – you you are very fortunate in a way. I like to look at it like this. Um, we haven't gone anywhere else, any other country, other than the United States and Canada. Hmm with this other than Australia. So there, there is something there to be said. Uh, I will say that there's something to be said there, how much we love going out to Australia and New Zealand, of course. Uh, but it is, it's very special. And I always say going once was fine. Let's Zeppelin did it once. Yes. It's when you come back again, you know, hopefully the, uh, obviously we were due to come back a lot sooner but uh, a little thing called pandemic hit, and then that delayed it by, you know, by three years, I believe. We were supposed actually, no, two years. We were supposed to come back 21. So, uh, yeah, I mean, for me to come back, play this music, and, and still we've been doing this now 13 years. And it was something, I and I still say this, this is something I said I would only do once on one tour. So the fact that the little fun project that we started 13 years ago is still going strong and I managed to take it to the other side of the world for the second time, I'm very, very chuffed indeed, very pleased. We're chuffed. We're chuffed that you love us so much, mate. You're going to get on that big plane, big plane ride down here and yeah. uh, and see us, you know? We're, we're, we're... Yeah, I mean, the, the great thing I said, I, I had the luck to come down uh, to Australia back in the 
in the early 90s in the band Bonham, I did, we did a video uh, in Katumba uh, with a great, with the yeah. director that did the No More Tears Ozzy Osbourne video. So we went down to the Blue Ridge Mountains of Katumba and uh, it was freezing cold, but it was us and four men, me and the guys from Bonham and, and then four Australian supermodels. So, you know, like you do. <laughs> poor you, yeah. But like you know, <laughs> they were they they were not they were just doing their job. They did not even want to have a conversation. <laughs> They're like, yeah, yeah. Look at these rock star guys. Yeah, yeah, who they think they are, <laughs> mate? Uh, you know, if you ask a Zeppelin fan though, like what their favorite song is, you're going to get probably a thousand different answers. Uh, depending on you know generation or or their own musical tastes, but uh, I can imagine putting something like this together would be tricky to keep everyone happy as well as yourself, of course, because you got to play the songs. But uh, outside of the hits, where where do you start? You know, where where do you sort of balance that out to get the experimentation and make all the the fans happy? I feel there's definitely um, within reason. There is some songs that have to be done. I always like to say you've got to do certain songs um, that just have to be there. Then there's like a very big hour and a half of songs that you could do. <laughs> so, and then it goes to how we play them, how we perform them. I, I sometimes have that feeling of when it sounds right. I would rather do the best of our ability where I know it's good rather than trying to force a song that just doesn't sound right with the vocal or is in a different time period. Then, I mean, trust me, I attempt them all, and but I am hugely strict. I'm way more on top of this than any other band I play in because it's, I'm representing other people here. It's not just, this isn't like just going up there and playing this. I'm representing my dad's, you know, my, the family name and, and the guys from Zep. So I'm always like, hey, this has got to be right. So um, otherwise I wouldn't still be doing it, you know, if, if, if I felt it was like coming apart, the seams. So I feel we do it in a, a way, enough justice. Oh, I've lost you for a second. Hold on. Sorry. Um, can you still see me? I, I can see you. I can okay, fine. Let me, if I, if I press this one. Uh, no, that's one. Uh, no. Hello? I'm here. Can you hear me? Yes. Oh, here we go. No, for some reason I'm I'm losing. I can hear you. I clicked a button by accident. Oh, <laughs> That's God. all right. Oh God, I hate it when this yeah. happens. I know technology, the zooms. Uh, and... Yes, just clicked a button, and the next thing now you are gone. It's there you are. You're back. Ah, oh, yeah, cool. All right. Um. <laughs> so, with that said, you know I've been very fortunate. The guys in the band from Dorian Hartsong on bass, uh, who introduced me to Alex Howland on keyboards. I mean, obviously, James has been with me since the beginning of time. Uh, you guys were the first people to see the the different, the first version of JBLZ, which was evening, um, with the Japanese guitar player, um, uh, Jimmy Sakurai. So you got to see him at the beginning. He's, you know, just an amazing player. Um, and for us, no matter what we decide, whether he's played it or not, he knows it. And usually better than all of us. Uh, if anything, we try everything uh, we we can. I mean, I have videos and I post every now and again just little snippets of us doing like Caris Alhambra and things from 
you know, from into the outdoor to presence. I mean, we just did a show in, in Jamaica. And sadly, our keyboard player was sick. So he didn't come down with us. So suddenly we had to do a 90-minute set and not think of any of the songs that had keyboards in. Oh, that's tough. So there was, so there was no no quarter, no since we living no stairway, <laughs> no, no cashmere, you know, yeah. denied, denied, <laughs> denied. So and then so we suddenly had to think of a completely guitar-based set list for an hour and ninety minutes. So it was about doing like the heartbreakers and the, you know and, and all the long lemon songs with extended guitar solos. Uh, yeah. That's and it was great, absolutely great to do it. I mean, it kept us on our toes. We could have very easily just done the same set that we'd done. But that was the that was a fun gig in a way, as much as it was hard to suddenly, because we hadn't played, we didn't even have time to rehearse. So it was just like, yeah, we know these, right? Yeah. So it was it was uh it was good. Sucks he was sick and he missed it, but that would have been incredible to see, you know, especially seeing you guys at a Get out of that comfort zone. Vulnerable. Challenge yourselves. Yeah. Like that's some of that, 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 those moments live are just pure magic, you know? Yeah. It's like a scene from the Monty Python, uh, a Holy Grail, like, it's just a flesh wound. I can still take you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can still play that. <laughs> have, have the uh, other Zep boys come to see you do this show? If they have, they didn't tell me. Um, I remember I spoke to the, I was talking, you know, Robert's never admitted it, but his keyboard player told me once that he he, he did, uh, because he does look on the internet, you know, and does look at the clips every now and again. He'll just watch the clips. Um, and I remember when we we were playing the, the Greek in L.A. like two days uh, before he was. Yeah. And we'd, we'd sold it out as well, and it was great. I mean, as I said, I'm... I'm you know, you get two nights sold out, really, of your music. You know, you're just not playing the first night, you know, <laughs> to Robert, I always used to say to him. And he was always just amazed that he goes, one, why would I want it? Like, spend that much time uh, knowing the music. And two, he was always amazed at how much I knew. Mm. You know, uh, he said, I just, it, it was mine. You know, he still has that fight with, with internally of the Zeppelin thing. You know, it was such a long time ago for him now. And it would feel totally different uh, for me as I grew up and got older. The fan base also kicked in for me of me sitting going, "Oh my god, how great this is!" Yeah. So we did this, and so Robert says to the audience on his night, he goes, "Was anybody here to see Jason Bonham, uh, Led Zeppelin?" And I'm like, "Hey!" And a big cheer, and he went, "Okay, well, you saw how it how it how it used to be done, and now hear how how we do it today." You know, <laughs> so. Um, it was very, in a way, it was a nice compliment, you know. Yeah, absolutely. You saw how it used to be done, and now, uh, you know, see how I do it today. But as I said, I, I do it um, not so much for them, really. It's partly for me, as a, as a, I always bring me closer to me, old man, and for the fans that that love to come out and see it played in a live environment. You know, uh, as I said, I, I wouldn't be doing it any otherwise. It's a beautiful tribute, man, and I think. You, you and him are both incredible drummers. Like he was like one of the best drummers ever, dude. And you were doing such an amazing job, like carrying on that legacy. Thank and you. You must. It must feel 
just amazing being up there and and being. Do you, do you have part of his kit, or is it? Uh, no, no I, I haven't used my, my mom doesn't allow that any any original items outside the house. Ah, uh, I see. Okay. Yeah. So okay. she's never allowed. All I've done is I've always uh, paying homage to the to the old man and like had the colours of the kits of the same and mm. um, yeah. I mean, I I once did. Even my dad's watch. My mom gave me my dad's watch, like when I got married, in, like thirty-three years ago. And then I almost left it in a hotel room, and a maid found it and gave it back to us like a week later. Wow. And she took it back off me. <laughs> she says, "You're not old enough to look after anything now." So, and same thing goes with the drums. I remember I, I used my dad's green sparkle kit on Jimmy Page's album in '88. And then ended up leaving one of the drums at Jimmy's forever. And that was it. I was never, never allowed to take it out of the house again. Oh, you know, bless. Yeah. yeah. Still that way now. I'm still not old enough, as she says. Oh, has she, she's gone to the shows. Uh, yeah, she's been to shows. She hasn't been for a while. Yeah. Uh, uh, but she, yeah, she, she came to a couple of them and then was like, how long are you going to keep doing this for? I, went, I have no idea. Uh, my son actually, I'm not saying it's a long time, but, my son actually opened up for me in at the Greek last October and here in, in Florida um, at big sold out places where we had uh, 4,000 at the one and I think 3,700 the other. And, and, and he did a great job because he's nothing in the genre of, of, of classic rock. He's a 26 year old, loads of eye makeup, kind of pop punk, bringing back that whole, you know, like a young blood MGK yeah. meets the you know Blink and all that, which I'm trying to explain to him is not a new thing. Is was done a while back, you know, and and I just love it. It's brought us really close together. That him and his music. I end up work. I work on the music for him, and do mixes and then send it to him. And he does his voice and then, and he's like whether he likes it or not. But he's quite brutal with me, so. Uh, it keeps me young, that that part of it, and creative, and I try to be as as diplomatic as possible. But it was really nice. He came and played, and and uh, it was very cool to that I was doing something that was for my father, and mm. then he was my son was opening up, which my dad never got. We never got to that situation where we could ever have done that. And literally within a couple of months or a month later, I went to see Sting, and his son was opening up for him. And then just recently, Sammy, we did the show with Sammy, and his son was opening up for him. Oh, that's awesome. And I think it was just, um, you know, I was a bit worried about letting my boy play at the show, and I didn't, and he doesn't use his last name. So he goes up there as Jagger and uses his middle name. So uh, the fact that they still, they got into it, nobody left, and they all gave him a standing ovation and, and like lit the phones up. And yeah, very proud father moment. But uh, as I say, so. To, to get to that's how long we've been doing it, he was a little kid that got up and jammed at the start of Levy Breaks when I played the Greek in 2011. Oh, wow. You know, fast forward to 22, and uh, he was now up opening up, you know, yeah, all six foot four of him, like, uh, yeah. So uh, oh, uh, hilarious. But uh, as I said, I, I, I'm really pleased at the carrying on, you know, the, the tradition of music. I mean, he... Three years ago, he wasn't really into music that much. It was uh, suddenly went, "Yep, yeah, I see it." <laughs> but it's it's funny, it's because you swung around too, because you got into like motocross and stuff like yeah. that, didn't you? 
So it's at a, you know, I think everyone goes through that sort of, who me trashing everything? You know, uh, everyone goes through those phases where they'll, they'll get away from, the, you know, she's a, she's a mistress. It'll always bring you back. The old music. Yeah. Bring you back in. She'll reel you back. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, sadly, motocross is a bit like that as well. Anything, anything you do with that, but you just get, when you get older and wiser, you're just not as fast as you ever were. Yeah. Um, and, and you just never want to watch yourself on a video. You know, you never want to watch anybody. Never film yourself when you get to a certain age on a dirt bike because right. it ruins the illusion of how you feel on the bike <laughs> and rather than how you look. <laughs> it's amazing how small the dirt bike looks when you get older compared to what it looked like when you get on it. Yeah. Oh, uh, which, I, as I said, I still love my dirt bikes, still like to go riding. Now, because of, like, as you get older and, you know, it's a little bit more physical, my new thing is hiding inside the car and going to the track with a car. So, uh, I, I'm fortunate enough, I got one of the new Z06 Corvettes, Ooh. and I've already taken that to the track uh, a couple of times, and uh, I have a lot of fun um, driving those. Uh, in, in the pro class especially, it's quite a good laugh. I'm the only street car in the class at the moment. And, uh, yep, I get out there, listen to my music, pull in the pits, and I go, are you listening to music while you're going around? I'm like, yeah, why? They're like, I love having a big wind-up. I love having a wind-up to the old drivers in their Porsches with the suits on oh, and everything. You know, they got the proper <laughs> shoes and everything. And I'm there like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> That's awesome. That's amazing. But, uh, of course, I mean, what else you got coming up, man? You got this tour down under... Yeah, uh, what's happening for you in the future? More with Sammy? Uh, we got more this year. Uh, we just announced today, actually, we're going on tour with Government Mule, and uh, we're going to do a summer break with, with those guys. Uh, so we have, and then I have uh, a re- welcome to Rockville in May, which is in Daytona uh, with JBLCE, which is that's going to be fun because we're like I think fourth from top or third from top on a like a metal festival. Yeah, it's huge. So we've done a couple of them. I must say they've always gone better than I imagined because it's the music. That's the thing that gets across at the end is, you know, you come on stage and if you're going to open with Immigrant Song and you look out and there's like 50,000 people there all going, dun, 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 dun. yeah, it's the greatest way to open yeah, it. You know, absolutely. It, it, you soon forget, you know, you soon stop being so worried um, and just let the music, as I said, be honest and they will get it. And and that's all it is. This is four fans, five fans of Led Zeppelin on stage giving the music the best we possibly can to a modern day audience that have never seen it or didn't have a chance to see it back in the day and, and have a bit of fun. That's what's important. Absolutely. Yeah. Because I mean, I, I miss Zeppelin. My mates yeah. miss Zeppelin. They were devo that they couldn't fly over and, and see over. Two of my mates, Ollie and Christian, yep. shout out to those boys, are yep. massive Zeppelin fans. And they were devo that they couldn't get that. It was a 2007. That, that yep. like, mate, they were like in tears. So this is the going to be like the closest thing they're going to get, and they're very, very, very excited. So oh, I'm excited. Good. It's going to be incredible, dude. It's going to be so good. Oh. I mean, and that to me, see that like I'm, I was like them at that gig when we did that. The bet one of the best things wasn't only the show for me; it was the six weeks that led up to it of being around them. Oh yeah, I hadn't been with them in that much company for for years, so I was seeing them like on a weekly day basis. You know, five hours a day, every day, apart from the weekends. And then at the weekends, depending if I went home, 
I'd see Robert back in the Midlands and go out with him. Uh, if I stayed in London, usually Jimmy would call me up and go, do you want to get something to eat or do you want to go out? Or... So, um, and then one night, best feeling in the world, and they'll get this if I tell them this, uh, your boys who are listening out, shout out. Um, I went to a nightclub with with all with Jimmy and with Robert um, to see Robert's son playing. And uh, he was playing. And as we got to the door, they went They went to stop me. And Robert went, hey, oh, you've got to let him in. It's the new drummer with Led Zeppelin. And I was like, did he just say I'm the new drummer with Led Zeppelin? <laughs> I was like, I just wanted to hop, like, enjoy that moment a little bit longer. Hey, that's... You, what was that again, Robert? Can you just... The new drummer with Led Zeppelin. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it might have been for one night, but I'll take one night. That's amazing. Oh, that's so cool. You uh, do you call them your uncles? Are you like your uncle? Only only uh, only to piss him off. <laughs> <laughs> Grandpa's a better one. Grandpa's yeah. Grandpa Rob. Yeah. Oh, mate. I Papa hope. Rob. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Now, I must say, we we had a I I saw him again uh, a couple of years ago. Now we were doing a gig in um, I was recording in in Nashville. Yeah, and he was in town. And then, and he thought I was staying at the same hotel. So every night, he'd come to like 10 o'clock at night and he'd call me up and, or text me and say, are well, you coming down to the bar? Oh. I go, all right. Yeah, so me and my wife would, would like leg it half a mile across town. <laughs> and like, you know, as fast as we could, I'll meet you in 20 minutes, you know. And he's like, why so long? You know, <laughs> so we walk into the bar and like, and he goes, well, you guys have been sex or something. <laughs> and I, and I went one. That's a very weird question, Robert. Uh, two is we're not staying in the same hotel. He goes, "Oh, you? I thought the reason why I'm, I'm texting you. I thought you were." I said, "I stayed here on the first night because we had a power outage in our hotel. Uh -huh. That was all." So, for like for ten days, that facade went on until at the end. I went, "I've got to tell him. I've got to tell him." And he laughed. You must say he found it hilarious. But we had a really good time of hanging out because it was. It still wasn't, you know, it was 21, but it still wasn't fully open most places. Yeah. So there wasn't really, there's only me and my wife and Robert and like a couple of other people at this hotel. So it was great to just go over the old days, you know, just reliving. Even my wife has, has grown up in that area. So she's known him and that for years and years, right, even before we met. So, yeah, from the same area, just the whole thing. So we had a great, amazing time uh, reminiscing of all the old. And he was telling me things that I didn't know about my old man, which was like new. So it was great, you know. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. But hey, Jason. Yes. Thanks so much for hanging out, man. It's been really cool. And thanks for having me. I can't wait. We can't wait. We'll have all the links down here to the tour. And uh, until then, you go have a bash back there, have a couple of beers, and uh, chill out. <laughs> <laughs> mate i love it i love it hey thank you so much again man and uh i hope you have a rad day take care of yourself yeah thanks mate see you soon all the best take care